All righty. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening, wherever you guys are and whatever you may be doing. Um, you know, at this point in time for uh, your day, hopefully your day is going well, and hopefully uh, you're looking forward to you know a great week. You know, looking forward to um, just you know, being able to get out and, and just like uh, I know uh, Dr. Banyan and I was talking about just enjoying life, you know, and being able to um, have a lot of positivity. So again, my name is Howard Sapp and welcome to Now You Know. Um, and we are, you know, a, a podcast that seeks to just give information, push out, you know, a good a bit of knowledge and information to everyone about whatever those circumstances are, those um, some, a lot of us political stuff, you know, it could be just life, issues and problems or whatever that we may be going through, uh, but how these things affect us in in a, in, a, in a way that we want to make sure that whatever decisions you guys want to make or have to make, you're making those decisions with great information and you're making those decisions based on, you know, good, credible information. So again, that is uh, a lot about basis of what our show is all about. So my name is Howard Sapp and I am here with my cohort, my uh, partner in crime, Dr. Cindy Banye. Dr. Cindy Banye, give a shout out to everyone. Hey, yeah. Hi, everybody. And that's right. We were talking because it's tough out there for regular folks. Right now, everything, everything's tough. Gas is high. Groceries are high. Now we're coming up holiday season. So got to start thinking about all that. But like we were saying, take that moment for joy. Find joy in life. Don't let that pass you by got to you have to you have to because you know you we were just saying that you know a lot of things that we're doing and and people begin to look at issues and problems and circumstances and you know just look at a lot of the negative negative things that's happening out there and and I don't want to list everything but a lot of those things can just kind of suck the life out of you you know if we allow it so let's make sure that we do like they say that that old cliche, you know, just stop and smell the roses, you know, so that we can That's make right. sure that we um definitely, definitely, definitely enjoy ourselves, you know, and, and, and thinking about that because you were talking about Cindy, a lot of things that's you know coming up now, the, the type of seasons that we're coming in now. Now it's amazing. We are in October. October. That's October. Right. We are in October of the year, you know. So the next thing you know, we're gonna do Halloween, then you know, Thanksgiving is gonna be right there on us, and then Christmas is gonna be here. And we're so glad, New you know, year, yeah. uh, that now that the government has averted, you know, this government shutdown was that was looming, you know. But That's the right. bad thing about it is it's only for 45 days, you know, and then after right. 45 days. So just before Thanksgiving, November 17th, I think is what they said, right. is when we have to go through the same thing all over again. You know, and that's that's one of the things that you know have in so many instances really baffled me with our state, our, our nation's government, because uh, again, coming from a federal workers background, you know, I've been involved in a government shutdown and government shutdown happened. I think it was 2015, 2016. 2012. Yeah. 2012. Um, and that I was out of work. I was working for, you know, the federal government and I, and I was out of work for, I think it was about five weeks Five, mm-hmm. six weeks or something right like that. around Christmas time, if I recall. Yes, yes, yes. You know, and you know, there was nothing that you can do. And as a federal worker, and then not just a federal worker, but you know, those things, you know, touch other people that have contracts with government um, entities, and and it, of course, it filters down and kind of spreads out along the uh, the whole gamut. But those people are essentially out of work. 
you know, and people say, well, you don't have to go to work. You don't have to go to work. Yes, you don't have to go to work, but you don't get paid either. You know, so, you know, so unless you have you know some kind of savings or something like that for those, you know, for that length of time, you're out of work and you're not getting paid, you know, so you, your bills are still coming in. And I know some companies, they try and work with uh, people that have been affected via a government shutdown as far as your bills are concerned. But still, I mean, that that's a tough thing. And, and coming up in this time of season, you know, where people are actually looking and needing, you know, hopefully, you know, those funds to help them through the holidays and, and kind of plan what their holidays are going to look like. That puts a, a monkey wrench into all of your plans when those things happen. You know, so uh, I'm glad that it happened. But my thing is, aren't those people, all of Congress elected, and that's part of their job is to come up with our nation's budget? You know, and yes, they, actually, you're 100 correct. It is the main function of Congress. Actually, it is. it is the constitutional edict of Congress to provide the funding for the federal government. That is their one explicit job. Yes, and they have 12 appropriations bills to pass, mm-hmm. and they, the Republicans, and I'm going to lay this bare. It is the far right Republicans yes. who are dictating to the rest of the Republicans what they want. And they said, we're going to go to shutdown. Right. And it was the Democrats that came and collaborated with Kevin McCarthy and mm-hmm. that, and most of the Repu- most of the Republicans too, by the way, it was only 90 Republicans in the house that voted against it. Right. Exactly. So exactly. It was a coalition, but it was the Democrats that came and saved and averted the shutdown. Yeah. And, and two, two things real quick. Um, and I know you're going to like, uh, I'll, I'll do the first one first because I know you're going to like the second one. Um, because with, and right now, Kevin McCarthy is, and I think it was uh, Representative um, Yates that's now saying that they want to oust him, you know, because yep. of the fact that, you know, he was uh, basically, with the Democrats. He, he was working with Democrats and he was like, look, I'm going to get this done however I can get it done because we don't need a shutdown. And that was one of the things, you know, that happened. And I'm so glad that he was, you know, he he took that posture, you know, put himself out there and took that posture, you know, because a lot of times what, what I think a lot of the, the people don't understand or know, and maybe they do, but, but just to make the point, you know, that when they do these type of things and, and now they have, quote unquote, a bargaining chip, people start adding all these other, like they say, the, 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 the fat. They started start adding all of the fat, you know, to mm-hmm. these, um, these bills and that type of thing so that, okay, well, you, I have you uh, in this position now uh, to avert the government shutdown. Now they start adding everything that we want to put in. We want to see this. We want to see this. We want to see this. So if you want to avert the shutdown, you have to add this. You want to avert the shutdown, you have to add these things, you know, and which makes no difference or has nothing to do with I mean, the, the the budget or the bill or the, the the current process at hand or the current issue at hand, but they just mm-hmm. start adding all of these things to it just to see if they can get these things done to avert the shutdown and put pressure, you know, on yep. a lot of the other constituents uh, or a lot of the other uh, Congress members. But the Democrats, you know, I am so glad that Kevin McCarthy, you know, took the stance that he did, you know, to say, look, we need to make sure that these people stay you know, employed and, and not make and not have this shutdown because it, it it's not a good thing. It, yeah. It's not a good thing at all. And, and let's let's put some numbers on that. So 800,000 Americans are employed by the federal government. It's the mm-hmm. single largest employer in the country. Definitely. definitely. So you're talking about almost a million 
people, you know, think yeah. about households and stuff like that, you right. know, well over a million people that are going Easy. to be affected Easy. by a shutdown, meaning that their breadwinner and their home is not going to be bringing the, their income in. Mm -hmm. So that's a problem, right? Then you talk about who else is going to get paid or not going to get paid from this. You're talking about Social Security, Medicaid, Medicare, um, mm -hmm. FEMA, uh, People who are in hurricane recovery, like yeah, us here in Florida, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. it throws a wrench into all of those things. Yes. And it's not just, it, it was very insulting to hear the Republicans say, oh, you wouldn't even notice if the government stopped. Oh, that is false. <laughs> There's so many things that our government does, and frankly, does a good job at, like that we don't even think about it. They do such a good job. F you know, what you did, air mm -hmm. traffic control, one of them, right? Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, we have the ports and the port authority and the airports, the TSA. Mm -hmm. um, we have, uh, you know, our our military's always ready to go. We have people who are taking care of our nuclear weapons. Pretty sure we want somebody to do that, right? Know, right, right. <laughs> um, you know, and, you know, and, and just on and on. It's There's so many railroads, yeah. everything. You know, and, and because and, and it's crazy because even as like as an air traffic controller. You know, and they have, you know, people that have to go to work. You know, you have some people that are essential and non-essential. Are right, non-essential, you don't have to go to work, you're not going to get paid. Okay, you know, it is what it is. But even for those that are essential, you have to go to work, but you're still not going to get paid. Right. And that's the thing that happens. It's like, oh, I still have to go to work, but I'm not getting paid. Um, Yeah, that, right. that's, that's about the size of it. But here's the thing. Congress passed, you know, some years ago, passed a, um, a law to state that regardless of whatever happens to the government, they still get paid. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. So the very same people that's causing the issue or problem or the shutdown within that very confines where uh, so many people are not getting paid, you made it a law that you still get paid. So regardless of what your decision is, you still get paid. I mean, how, how does they that feel the pain? They don't feel the pain. And that's related to uh, the Constitution as well. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, it is ridiculous. And one of the things that did get stuck on this uh, continuing resolution that passed over the weekend was a COLA cost of living mm -hmm. adjustment for the Congress. It was a pay Congress. raise. Yes, which is which is crazy, which is crazy. And then here's the thing. Here, here's, here's my my second piece on that. You know, and now we have um, all of these things going on and every Congress is supposed to be, you know, all hands on deck because this is so important. This is so important. This is so important. Our friend Byron Donald did not vote. He was, let me see, how, how did he put it? He, um, he apologized for not being available to vote, you know, but he stated, you know, his um, issue with the current bill that had passed and he would have voted against it. But my thing is, even if you was going to vote against it, why weren't you available? Yeah. Do your job, dude. Exactly. You were doing what that you couldn't vote, that you weren't available to vote. So if your constituency is not. And does your wife know? Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but my thing is, but but your your constituency is not as important to you to show up to do your job. Mm -hmm. You know that you're going to just you know I'm not going to you know I'm not there to vote. So, but I'm going to you know let you know. Well, this is you know what I would have done or some or what uh, mm -hmm. my, my my issues would have been or are with this or whatever. Yeah, but but this is 
so many people, you know, within, you know, your area of whatever, and you can't show up to vote and be a part of at least trying to promote their lives and, and fight for them. And that time, wow. I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy. It is crazy. Now, he, he actually, by the way, had put forth a continuing resolution last mm -hmm. week yeah. that Matt Gates and him had a tiff over as well mm -hmm. because the continuing resolution, by the way, was huge cuts, 30% yeah. cut to social yeah. security, yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. huge increase in border militarization and stuff like that. And, and it just didn't get anywhere. And, and Gates was saying, Oh, well, you know, that we need to shut down. And so he was mad because Byron's in the freedom caucus too, but oh, yeah. Byron yeah. took it as an opportunity to try and, and push through mm -hmm. some, really massive cuts and it just crazy didn't go away. Yeah, some great crazy stuff. And, and and that's part of what you know what he was saying, you know, but my thing is, you know, regardless, you know, dude, for real, let's let's look at this and look at it from again, you know, from the standpoint of you guys want to do all these cuts and do all of these things, you know, but the people that are out there working on the front line, just like you were talking about, you know, from from the onset, you know, the working people and the impact that all these things are happening, you know, to people right now. Um you know, we are there and you know, they're struggling and we know right. that people are struggling, you know, with insurance, with um, even with, with, with salaries or things that are, that's happening now. People are struggling and for, you know, them to come in and want to do all of these things, all of these cuts, you know, because we're spending, quote unquote, so much money, you know, but you still have people that are, you know, falling left and right because of a lot of the issues and problems and things that and and. Some of it is, you know, due to some of the stuff that's happening within the government right now, you know, that people are really fighting and really trying to find a way to live. You know, and I look at um, even right now, we, we, we've had all of these uh, we've had all of these. You know, strikes that has gone on. Well, not some major strikes. You know, I'm not going to say all of it. We had major strikes. You had the ones that's, you know, of course, in the entertainment business. And then you had the um, UAW strike, you know, and now, you know, that's on the um, on the horizon is the healthcare strike. You know, people right. that are with, with Kaiser and they are looking at, I think it's about, I think it said about 75,000, you know, Kaiser workers that are now trying to, you know, negotiate their contract and stuff. And they're on the verge of, of a strike. And, and some people may say, well, you know, everybody wants more money. Everybody wants more money. But the thing is, that's part of, you know, why unions are there so right. that people are treated fairly and they want to make sure that everyone is, you know, things are happening equitably across the board. I mean, we know that within the United States, within this country, you know, the healthcare care uh, system is crazy. You know, when you go into uh, get services for whatever it is, you know, and you get your bill and, you know, you got two Tylenol pills. Oh, well, that's $20 for two Tylenol pills. You know, really? I mean, wh where is all of this when you can go to Walmart and, you know, buy, you know, Tylenol for whatever it is, you know, eight to $10 for a hundred or something like that, but you're going to give me two and you're going to, it's going to cost me 20 bucks. Come on, let, let, let's be serious. You know, so where is all of these things going and, and, and how, People are being treated. That's why the unions are there. That's why I certainly support the unions because I want to make sure that you know across the board things are people are being treated fairly. They're being treated equitably. You know, and yeah, I know within people's organizations they have their issues and problems, but you know, from the standpoint of how a company treats people, they need to make sure that they treat them right. 
Yeah. Well, and what we've seen over the past 40 years is a huge divergence between CEO pay and average worker pay. Oh, definitely, definitely. And, 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 and frankly, that's not right. I mean, there's no way that the UAW workers, the highest paid UAW worker is making in one year what the CEO is making in a day. Like that's you true. cannot that's, that's justify those type of CEO payments. And that's mm. not even including the stock, stock buybacks, which are a major cause uh, or major reason that we have this system right now too, and that the wages have been so depressed. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's, it's important and we have not kept up with the standard of living. We have not raised the minimum wage appropriately. It would be around $40 an hour mm -hmm. right now if I had kept up. Some That's people true. have been saying that we're actually in a silent depression given the metrics uh, that we're experiencing right now are worse than directly after the Great Depression in 1930s. Mm -hmm. Depression was 1929 and then into 1930. We are owning less, making less, yeah. and um, things are more costly than they had been then. Uh, mm -hmm. you know, we've seen the inflation and housing costs go through the roof as well. So, you know, we are actually poorer yeah, as working mm -hmm. people right now compared to the folks who were fighting and got things like Social Security, Medicaid, mm -hmm. yes, Medicare, yes. right, mm -hmm. in the 1930s. Mm -hmm. So it's time yeah. for change. I know it, it. It really is. It really is. And like you say, it's um, you know, it's it, it's crazy how you can see. And I guess all that 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 cliche that says you know the rich gets richer and the poor gets poor. You know, and they're putting everyone in that position. And so a lot of times people don't understand. You know why. You know they're fighting. And of course you're gonna have the um. You know a lot of the left side. You know just looking to. You know big company, big, you know, big dollar, big corporate dollar, you know, this is those that, um, you know, we want to protect, you know, because, you know, corporations, you know, of course, you know, they're the ones that kind of drive and give the jobs and do this and do that. Yeah. But I mean, you, you, we understand that, you know, we want, we need the corporations for the jobs, for the sustainability of, you know, how we go through the free market and, and that type of thing. But you don't want people working or being treated like you're in a sweatshop. You know, you want to right. make sure that when, you know, you're there and doing a service for a particular company, because my thing is, if, if the company did not have the people there to work, then the company would not be there. You right. Know, so make sure that you appreciate the people that are there that's working. You know, of course, all of them would say, yeah, we appreciate your people. We're, we're going to take care of our workers. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. You know, but then, like you say, when you look at and even uh, the government is at fault. Also, you know, when you look at the cost of living where, you know, you get, you know, the cost of living paid because of a lot of things that ha that's happening, um, you know, salaries are not being um, they're not keeping up with, you know, that cola. They're not keeping up with inflation and how things are going up. Um, it, it, it's killing people, you know, so your dollar is, is certainly not, you know, what it used to be. You know, so right. I, mean, I don't I don't know how they cannot see that. But when you but when you're making you know um, two to three million dollars, you know a year, doesn't it doesn't really matter to you? <laughs> when you're making twenty nine million dollars, like the <laughs> Mary Barrow of uh, yeah, but yeah, and and frankly, this is bad macroeconomic policy. Okay, we are a consumer driven economy. All right, and this is why we've seen so many problems is because yeah and we've heard it like millennials millennials can't buy anything well yeah because millennials have been squeezed out <laughs> of the workforce boomers won't retire 
Our wages aren't high. Um, so yeah, we can't buy anything. So we haven't been able to buy houses. We haven't been able to buy new cars. They're not having kids because you can't afford kids if you got no money. Right. And, and so it's robbing a whole generation of their ability to pursue the American dream, frankly, mm-hmm. because, because we can't do anything. And so when we're not paying workers, this is the bottom line. This is why it's bad policy. If we're not paying workers, the workers are not buying. They are not consuming. Our economy is not working. So mm-hmm. we're not having this flow of up and down, right? And here's the thing. This is what's wild to me. In our con- consumer-driven economy, mm-hmm. the shareholders the CEOs, they're still getting theirs. They're still getting theirs. Yes. So you don't, you're not actually going to diminish your company's returns ultimately by paying your workers more because they're going to buy your products and they're going to buy the next company's products, right? If you keep your workers so impoverished that they can't buy anything, you've actually stifled the entire economy. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's just the craziest thing to me that we've gotten in this robber baron cycle that we have right now because it's it's hurting our growth overall. Yeah, it it it, de- it definitely is, and, and like you say, you know, if if and, and like I say, it's just like you said, basic economics, you know. And when you look at, you know, how how the dollar works and and how to generate, like they say, that that continuous you know cycle of income. You have to be people need money to be able to, you know, buy something. People need money to be able to, uh, you know, basically live. But if you're giving a product or if you're producing a product or producing a service, you know, you want to make sure that people are there to take part, to to purchase that product, to uh, take advantage of the services that you're providing. You want to make sure that, of course, you're not going to, you know, give it for free. So you want to make sure that they are able to buy that product or take advantage of that service, you know, at whatever cost it is. But if you're going to now not pay them, people are going to start making decisions. Okay, well, do I need that product or can I do without that service? So now, like you're saying, you know, you're you're basically kind of, you know, like they say, you know, cutting your nose off to spite your face. Exactly. They don't have the money to do it. They're not going to do it. And I think that was a study that came out. I don't know if it was um, last year, this year, last year, but when they were uh, talking about now with uh, the co- college students as they graduate, now kids are living at home a lot longer, even after college, because things are so high now. I don't have a place right. to live, or the places that that are there that are um, uh, that that's available, I can't afford. You know, the jobs, like you said, the jobs. People, I think this was a couple years ago, a study to where. Again, the, the the baby boomers saying well, people are working longer now because their their little nest egg, their retirement egg, is not going as far. You know, so you know where where do you go? What are you going to do? So people are going to work longer. You know, think jobs aren't going to be there at, as available. You know, and even with the jobs that people get, they're not going to be making as much because they're trying to employ quote unquote as many people as they can. So I mean, it, it's just a continuous cycle. You know, and if we don't keep up, it's 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 going to be crazy. It's it's crazy now. You know, but people aren't like you said. Kids are going to stay home. You know, so because they they just can't afford to get and go out and live on their own. It, it's tough. Right. 
Right. Yeah. And, and, and I'll loop this back to the policy thing as well. Like, so, you know, we talk about this is a bad macroeconomic policy. And then we have folks like Byron Donalds and Rick Scott here in Florida who are talking about cutting Social Security. Well, Social Security was the solution, by the way, mm -hmm. right. that, came, that was come up with in the 30s to get more people back to work by encouraging older folks to be able to retire. Retire, and so that, exactly. and so that mm -hmm. also women it's one of the biggest reasons that we that women can stay in the workforce because women are traditionally the caregivers in a family and mm -hmm. if you have older people that um need care it's usually women that are dropping out of the workforce That's so true. the social security and having a robust social security system to allow seniors to stay independent longer actually increases the overall productivity of the economy. Mm -hmm. And that's what we've seen. And that's why our social security system has been one that's been modeled and sought after all around the world. And I don't mm -hmm. think we give it enough credit. I, I, I totally agree. I totally agree. And, and you know, it, it, it's something, and I look at, you know, like they say the social security and, and of course people are, you know, so many people, that's one of the first things, you know, that they want to try and cut because of the fact that it's giving people back but it's, it's giving people um, finances back, but it's giving them back money that they put into the system also, you know, mm -hmm. so it's, it's, it's crazy, you know, that, okay, you, you put this just like an insurance company almost, you know, okay. You know, so for, you know, the next, you know, 20, 30 years, you know, you give us this insurance, if it's what, regardless of what it is, if it's homeowner's insurance, if it's health insurance, if it's life insurance, whatever the case may be. Um, but you, you know, bank on, well, you know, just in case something happens, I have this insurance and the insurance company is saying, okay, well, we're hoping that nothing happens, but you're going to continue to pay us, you know, so it's, 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 it's insurance, but they want to take that away. They want you to pay into it because they're not saying don't pay into it. They just don't want to give people that money back. You know? Well, and, and frankly, there's a lot of people on Wall Street that want to reinvest that money into the private equity market, which is right, significantly exactly. higher exactly. risk. Exactly. And, and, and it's just not actually good for the American people. And, and I, I wanted to say this when we were talking about the budget before, but I, I need to say this right now. Our budget reflects our values. Mm -hmm. That is, that is, true we, we invest in things that matter to us and when we're talking about cutting things like school lunch for kids and mm -hmm. social security for seniors that's morally bankrupt to me i got you so i think that we here's the thing our economy in the united states is strong and robust we're the largest economy in the world we're diverse we have everything from research and development technology agriculture factories manufacturing you name it we got it mm -hmm. we are the the place the rest of the world invests in actually we are so profitable and so stable we can afford as a government what we need to pay for Right. We just have to get our priorities right. We just have to put our values on the table and say, this is what matters. This whole concept of, oh, the debt and the deficit and da, 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 it's, it's, it's smoke screens. It's nonsense. Right. Mm -hmm. and it, it, there's no empirical evidence that any of it matters. It's all goes down to what are we going to spend and why? Because there's no magical day in the future that all the bonds come to fruition. Right. There's no time where there's no number, right? And this is how you can always catch these people who are talking like Byron Donalds. Oh, how much? Oh, we spend too much. Okay, great. Well, what, well where's the tipping point then? Mm -hmm. Where's the tipping point? What At what point are we in Sullivan? Oh, right. someday in the future. 
bullshit. If that was real math, you would have a number, okay? Exactly. And you don't have a number because it's not real. The fact is, is that we have a system where the money circulates around. And mm -hmm. when we invest from the federal government into it, and whether that goes into Medicaid, Medicare, Social Security, or if it's a subsidy for something like green energy, mm -hmm. it all goes back into the economy. It benefits right. us all, even if it doesn't go into our bank account. And that's the message we got to start telling people is every investment matters to all Americans and our budget reflects our values. And so let's get up and let's send people to Congress and let's send people to Tallahassee. We're going to put the budget where it matters for people and not corporations and big donors. There you go. That, that, that is so true. That, 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 that is so true. You know, and, and that's the thing that they love to do is, like you say, you know, utilize, you know, these quote unquote uh, catchphrases, you know, the smoke screens and that type of thing and kind of put uh, the play that fear tactic, you know, to people thinking, oh, oh, the sky is falling, the sky is falling, the sky is falling. You know, it's come on, it. dude, really? You know, no, it, that that that's not happening, you know, but but that's what they want to do. And so many instances in so many cases, you know, when it when uh a certain you know party wants to say we want to pass this bill or or takes people take people's attention away from like you say the thing that actually is that that matters they want to take those things away or kind of put a smoke screen or put something else in the forefront so that you want to see what's happening actually behind the scenes that that's what they do and you know one of the things that we want to make sure is that we let people know, look, this is really what's going on. This is actually what's happening. This is the way that things are actually um, being developed and, and things that we need to make sure that we keep an eye on, you know, as, mm -hmm. as, we, as we go through our processes, you know, like you said, put people into places, put people in the position, put people in the offices that they need to be in so that they can make sure we can make sure the decisions are being made. That's not going to you know, go against, like you said, first our values and, and, you know, the things that matter to us, but also making sure the things within our country, you know, within our state, within our local area are be, being taken care of and being handled in, you know, a, a, an effort to make sure that everybody's taken care of. You know, no one's trying to, you know, get over on anybody else, because to me, that's what a lot of them are trying to do, just making sure that they, their pockets are still being lined, their pockets are still right. being full, so that when they move forward or, or get out of whatever office or job or something that they have, you know, they have their quote unquote nest egg. And that that's one of the mm -hmm. things we want to make sure that we do, make sure that we put people into place, like you said, that that makes, that makes a difference for us and, and get out of all of this nonsense playing, this game playing basically is what all they're doing. <laughs> It's just just playing games with with other people's money, you know that really you know, we games, and and think and really like sometimes oversimplifying. I, I cannot stress enough how robust our economy is and how our federal budget works totally different than your household budget, right? Oh, yeah, but I'll even do this. I'll do this. We we run on credit. Our whole country mm -hmm. runs on credit, and actually right. most households run on credit. That's so I get I get really like a drives me bananas when you hear politicians who are talking about this fiscal conservative nonsense and they're going, oh, well, it's not responsible to spend more than you bring in, blah, blah, blah. How many people got a mortgage? Mm -hmm. How many people? <laughs> Most yeah. American homeowners got a mortgage, right? Yes. Who's got a credit card? Yeah. Most Americans got a credit card, right? Mm -hmm. Every single day we're running on it. Now, of course, we don't want to go so far over that we're not being able to honor those debts, that's the balance point. Mm 
But to say that our house, our our federal budget works like a straight input output is just nonsense. It's it's not how it actually works. We have a fiat currency, which means we create the currency to create value in our economy. And we Mm -hmm. have credit. And the credit means that we are leveraging everything that we bring to the table as an economy. So Mm -hmm. that's why I always go back to this. Look, we have money to pay for what we need. We do. Yes. Our budget reflects our values. So value, budget what we need. Budget what we need. And I'll tell Mm -hmm. you what, I'm disappointed by the CR. I'm happy that the government isn't shutting down, but we can see where their values are because they got that COLA and that payment in for themselves. Oh, definitely. Definitely. You know, and, and that's what I say, you know, they, you know, you, they, they want to say, okay, well, the government, they averted the shutdown, but you know, the things that a lot of times people have to, or, you know, to go ahead and make concessions for, you know, is crazy because they're going to put a lot of that, like I said, a lot of that fluff, a lot of that, you know, a lot of that fat, you know, into those particular things. And, and I understand, you know, like I said, uh, for them, to me, for them, it's a, it's a big game, you know, so, you know, I have you over this barrel, so I'm going to put all of these things that I want in, you know, that really doesn't, you know, matter a hill of beans of, of, of anything, but to make sure, you know, that if you want this done, this is what you're going to have to give up and that type of thing. And it's, it's really just playing games with other people's lives. It's, it's like no one else's life matters but yours and the things that's important to you, you know, when do you get out of, you know, that posture that nobody else matters and, and, you know, just playing games with people's lives and even looking at now. And one of the things that, um, you know, I want people to really look at is, you know, and how things are going to be happening over the next, next year or so, um, even looking at our Supreme court, you know, and and the things Mm -hmm. that's happening right now in our Supreme court. And, and one of the big things that they're getting ready to go into their session, you know, so they're going to be, um, talking about a lot of different things and, and looking at discussing a lot of different arguments that's going on right now. And one of those things is, you know, how, um, I think the, the, well, we said the gerrymandering when, when that happened, but also, but how, you know, districts and, and the voting pieces are really coming up and they're going to be looking at a lot of things, you know, into, and I think one of the things that I looked at it somewhere, I can't exactly remember where it was, but anyway, talking about the, re, the, the redistricting battle, you know, and I know that we at Florida, you know, just, you know, the judge just said that, you know, what the, the map that was drawn for us, you know, via our, <laughs> whatever we have as far as Ship, you know, was uh, unconstitutional, but there's still other places are still fighting these things, you know, so yep. we have to make sure, you know, and I want people to make sure that you keep your eyes on these things and, and, and make sure that you tune in because as the Supreme Court justice, um, whatever their decisions are going to be made at other states can still come back and, and they can begin to utilize those things when other states try and fight for certain things. So we want to make right. sure you keep your eyes on those things. That's why we always say, you know, how your vote and those things are so, so important and how when you look at the Supreme Justice in the highest court of the land and how the decisions that they make can affect people down the line. So we want to make sure that we put people in place so that when we do come and I, and I, cause I guarantee you that fight is going to continue. You know, we're, yeah. it, it's not done. That fight is going to continue as far as the redistricting and as far as um, them coming up with, you know, voter rights and, and how we vote and who can vote and where we can vote. Those things yeah. are going to continue to come up. So I want to make sure that those that are listening, keep your ear 
to the ground. Keep your eyes open to see the things that are happening and the votes and, and the conversations that are going on, because we want to make sure that you have all the information. And that's what we always say is it, it's so important to make sure that you do vote, because, again, right. you can vote now. But it not it, that vote is not guaranteed on next year. Trust and believe. That's why we have issues and right. problems now within the state of Florida. When if if you if you were uh, vote by mail last last election season, and trust and believe, if you have not re-registered, you know for vote by mail, those things have changed. So these things are how people are beginning to take the votes away from the people. The redistricting yep. is how they're beginning to uh, lessen the vote of the people. And all of these things are happening. So look at the Supreme Court. They're going to be talking about the abortion and the abortion pill. They're going to be talking about some guns and gun control. They're going to be, again, talking about the, um, the redistricting. These are things that's happening now. These are conversations that's going on now that's going to affect all of us down the line. So we want to make sure that everybody is, is watching. You stay in tune. We stay. You stay abreast of all of the topics and the subjects and those things that are important to you. Get involved in those things. Making sure that your voice is heard when you see something that that don't necessarily kind of click. You know, you're welcome to write into our show. Ask those questions. Okay. You know, what about this? What about that? What does this mean? What does that mean? You know, if we don't have the answer, we'll get the answer. We're not. We don't have the answer to every question, but we'll make sure that we do get that information to you so that you can make, you know, well-informed decisions, um, regardless of what that thing is. If it's about who to vote for, what they stand for, um, where is this in reference to how it's going to affect us, we'll let you know and we'll get this information to you. And 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 we'll, we'll, we'll be just like, um, you know, anybody will always, you may not always agree. And we may not always agree, but as long as you, we're going to be honest with you. We're going to be forthcoming. Yep. So we want to make sure that everybody understands that. So I just want to put that out there real quick because these are things that's happening and they're happening right now and they're going to happen pretty fast. That's right. And if you do have a question or a comment or uh, want to see something on the show, you can email us at info at bigmouthmediafl.com. That's info at bigmouthmediafl.com. And is that all for us today, Howard? That's all we got today. If anybody has anything else, certainly uh, write in and tell us. And we'll, we'll certainly, um, we look forward to hearing from you. We're looking forward to talking to you. And then uh, we'll certainly go from there. So again, this is Howard Sapp with Now You Know with uh, my great co-host, uh, Dr. Cindy Banier, you know, who, and we want to make sure that you guys continue to support, you know, local media, continue to support, you know, those things so we can get information like this out to other people. So you can tune in, you can listen, you can hear, you can think, you can uh, kind of ponder some things, you can kind of dig into some issues and begin to kind of get your feet wet a little bit. So we want to make sure that we keep, you know, this type of uh, podcast and these and other podcasts that Big Mouth Media, uh, you know, presents to us so that we can make sure that we get all information and make sure that everybody knows what they need to know. So this is how it's up with Now You Know. And uh, Dr. Cindy Banye will give you some additional information of how you can support local media. Uh, that's right. So you can check out our plans and pricing pages on Big Mouth Media, bigmouthmediafl.com. You can get this show delivered directly to your inbox our video so you can see our beautiful faces yes. for $4.99 a month uh, you can get everything for $19.99 a month or $1.99 a year and what that does is it helps us keep 
these going, right? We need to pay to keep our message out uh, across these platforms. And it is really important because media has been under attack. Uh, mm. And in Florida, frankly, it's just hard to know what's going on here from day to day because there's so <laughs> much corruption. <laughs> and we try to uncover that here with oh, everything, yeah. including Now You Know and Misinformational with Rebecca Jones and lots of podcasts here to keep you up to date on what's really going. So check that out on BigMouthMediaFL.com. And thanks so much, Howard Sapp, here with Now You Know. And we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Oh, yes.